Welcome to episode 99 of Chew On This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. We're one away, bitch. One away from 100. That's, that's... Then we can finally quit. Yeah. <laughs> and all five of you listeners will be so disappointed. Yes, we'll get hate mail. Yeah. <laughs> That'll just go to spam. Just right, like we start getting emails for sponsors, and we're like, sorry, we're, we're done. You guys yeah, are a BMW too late. and like Apple comes <laughs> calling. Like, oh my God. Apple. You know, Tim Cook really liked what you guys were doing. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger's like, hey, I wanted to do an interview with you. What happened? You yeah. Know? I was like, oh. That, was, that sounded like, that, that was more like Dracula. That's. So- <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah it, yeah but, but yeah yeah it does it does you're right yep definitely how would what would Arnold sound like like I you know uh, I don't know oh, fuck I'd be back I'd be back all right let's, let's okay go, so let's go to the good stuff let's go yeah to the, let's so go to uh, your, your Patreon yeah pretty much uh, we need you guys we need some sponsors so we can do some really cool uh, shit in the future especially with interviewing uh, people we have some really good stuff lined up but. We need your help. So uh, you could sponsor us for as little as a dollar a day. A dollar a day. I sell like Sally Struthers again. Uh, you, can, <laughs> some, you can sponsor a couple of poll kids. No, you could sponsor us for as little as a dollar a month on patreon.com forward slash chew on this podcast. And we have rewards, you know, anywhere ranging from a shout out to actual chew on this merchandise, like hats, T-shirts, all that kind of good stuff. Bonus podcasts, all that. So as little as a dollar a month, and uh, that website again is www.patreon.com forward slash chew on this podcast. And of course, that brings us to Wawa. We are, well, I am one one week away. Yeah, one week away <sighs> um, from heading to the East Coast. Um, one of my best friends is getting married. Known him since I was five years old. And uh, so I'm going to be there, but... You know, it's it's good to be, you know, seeing old old friends and 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 family. But what's even better is that I get to get Wawa. <laughs> it's like, sorry, sorry, I don't give a shit about your wedding. It was an excuse to go to Wawa. Right, I just want to go to Wawa. So, <clears throat> so you know, we've been doing this for months now. West uh, hashtag West Coast Wawa. Um, we have been trying to get their attention somehow. And maybe I should just go to every single fucking Wawa in New Jersey and Pennsylvania and just slap our card down on the counter and be like, whose dick does BJ have to suck? <laughs> to just, get? just show up there with like a vest full of like C4 and be like, I'm yeah. not going to leave here until you open one up. That is one way for our podcast to go viral and actually get a lot of listeners. <laughs> would they would they let you take podcast equipment in jail to like, for the next twenty years? I, I don't think so. And I think I'm gonna be talking I think I would be talking into a different kind of microphone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're not even like uploading the podcast. They're yeah. Just like... <laughs> they're just they're just like it's 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 all phallic y yeah, in jail. All right. <laughs> Well, so anyway, hashtag West Coast Wah. Yeah, yes. we're at episode nine. We're at episode ninety nine, and we didn't know what the hell to do tonight. So all of a sudden, Prince's ghost. Wait, it is Prince, right? That's who does that song. Prince. Yeah, yeah. it is Prince, right? Prince's ghost was like, it's episode ninety nine. You need to do movies from nineteen ninety nine. So this is chew on this parties like it's nineteen ninety nine. Ridiculous. <laughs> the, our titles are awesome. They're so stupid. They're awesome. <laughs> Well, it's better than the other one I had because mine was going to be something like chew on this uh, something something of 
99 bottles of beer in the wall. See, it's a terrible title. Yeah, that's like, even fuck. That's like, even, we were going to do like that, like, like pirate movies. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. That's stupid. Pirate movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, 99 be like bottles of four. beer in the wall. That's what, you know, they'd be like four and then like the last half of Goonies. <laughs> That's about it. There's a bunch of them, but you know whether you want to so, sit down and watch yeah. them, it gives a shit. So what we did was we we kind of tried to do a list like we always do. We don't know what each other's going to say. We've got five good ones, five bad ones. I'm going to tell you right off the bat, I had a hard time with the bad ones because there I, there's a lot of shitty movies that I've seen in 1999, but I don't remember them. That's how shitty they are. <laughs> Well, I got some ones on here that I, I'm i sure you're going to be like, oh, fuck, I remember that movie. Should we do the bad ones first or the good ones? Yeah, let's do the, let's uh, do the could, good ones first. Yeah, we, let's no, do the we, good ones. Okay. Let's end on the shitty ones. All right. that's Oh, here we go. That's good. I like that. Uh, who wants to go first? Okay. Uh, I will go with my first good one. And, and this is what was surprising about 1999. There is a lot of good movies yes. in 1999. Yes. There's Compa- a lot. Especially compared to this year. Shit. Oh my god! Yeah, there's the entire month of September or August was just shit. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so until it came out, all right. So my first one, and I don't have this in any particular order. There's a like I said, there's a lot of good movies. So the way that I broke down my well, top uh, five. Well, hold on. Are you gonna do? Why don't you just do one and then I'll do? I'm one. gonna do one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But what I'm saying is how I came up with the list was. Oh. Okay. Um. I, I had to find. I had to look at the movies and s- basically see. How much like I the, they influenced me at the time that I watched them? Like how many times I watched them back when they came out on DVD, and okay. how many times have I watched them since then? So that's basically how I did it. I didn't I didn't I did movies that meant something to me. Like I didn't I didn't do movies that were like just big giant movies right. that I had to put on the list. You had to be like 20, so, 21 at the time, weren't you? Twenty one, twenty two. I don't remember. I don't. I'm not good at math, and I don't really want to realize how old I, or young I was back then. <laughs> I was still in college. I know that. Like I was crushing. I was crushing it back then. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, now I'm doing a free podcast. <laughs> Fuck. He <laughs> <You> went backwards. <laughs> yeah. I, it's all. It was all downhill. Now I'm doing a list of movies I watched fucking when I was in college. That's how far. <laughs> that's how far I've fallen. <laughs> all right. So the first one, I, and I, I may, we might have crossover here, but I'm the sure first one. The first one on my list, and again, no in partic- no particular order, is The Matrix. Yes. I- so I don't know if I've told this story before, but I thought the trailer completely like was hysterical. The part in the trailer where Keanu Reeves is like, whoa. I'm like, I'm not fucking seeing this movie. There's no way I'm seeing this fucking movie. There's no way. I'm not seeing this piece it's, of shit. It's Bill. For Bill yeah, it's, it's Bill in like a science fiction movie. I was like, fuck this movie. I'm not going to go see it, right? So anyway, so I get dragged into it because of a girl. And it was a free ticket. Her parents took us. Did I ever tell the story in the podcast? No, no. I, I, I've never heard the story personally. So I'm... So I get roped into seeing this. I'm like, fine, it's a free ticket. I'll get popcorn out of it, whatever. You know, her parents were buying. <laughs> I might get laid. She, Who knows? The, <laughs> the, the dad was buying the tickets. So I was like, fuck it. It's a free movie. I'll go. Right. So I go in there and from the very beginning of the movie, I'm completely blown away. And this is, this is back then where I didn't read a lot of news. Like I had no idea what was going on. I thought, I thought Trinity was an actual bad person, like the bad girl, uh, the bad, the villain in the movie. A bad girl. <laughs> a bad girl. <laughs> and then like the, the, the agents were the good people. 
So like it, it took me a little bit of while to figure out what was going. Like I literally knew nothing about the only thing I knew about this movie was that Keanu Reeves went whoa in the fucking trailer, and I was like, <laughs> "Fuck this movie." That's all I knew. So anyway, so the dad wanted to go see this movie because he just loves action movies. It doesn't matter what it could just be pointless violence. Like he loves basically every single canon movie ever made. Right. right? Oh God. So so he's the one who dragged us into this movie. Like uh, so I go again again completely blown away. I I tell him like this movie looks stupid beforehand, but I'll go because you're paying for the ticket. And then we walk out of the, we walk we walk out of the theater, and I turn to them. And before I could say anything, the father goes, "You know, Vic, you were right. That movie was terrible." And I go, oh! "What are you What are you talking about?" I'm like, "That movie was fucking awesome." <laughs> and all three of them were like, "Well, I didn't get it." I'm like, "What the fuck didn't you get?" It's like it wasn't a Stanley Kubrick film. <laughs> I mean, there was like a definitive ending and beginning, like. They're like, wait, so what we're living in right now is the Matrix? Like, yeah, if you want to go by that movie, that's that's what it is. Yeah. And he's like, so basically you're just a shaved, no hair person in a, you know, this pink goo that was from the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's the story is that, is that I was dragged into this movie and I was the only one that not only liked it, but actually understood it. Yeah. Again, I'm confused at the fact of how they could be confused. That's hilarious. It took me like I think halfway through that movie before I figured out what was really going on. I just I couldn't like I couldn't like understand it either, but not from the like I'm, I'm a smart person. It's just like I was so enthralled with the with the visuals and stuff. I wasn't really paying much attention to anything else. And then and then when they're finally like you know they're walking around in the real world and it's all jacked up. I was like, oh shit! Like okay, the Matrix is a computer world that was built for them to, you know, they're essentially their batteries. So right. I was like, okay. And then, and then the movie just got even better for me. Cause I was like, Oh shit. Cause like now he believes in himself and like, he's in the matrix and he's like doing all this crazy shit. And that was the full first time we ever saw bullet time. And yep. you know, there was some just crazy cool visuals in this thing, but the visuals in this movie, unlike the other two movies, um, they fit. It was it was part of the narrative. It flowed like there was no forced action scenes in this movie, right? Uh, unlike in The Matrix Reloaded, where that the whole everything can be summed up of how the Wachowskis wrote these movies by that one guy fighting Neo in the dojo and saying <laughs> and saying to him, "You never really know somebody till you fight them." And I'm like, "What? What does that, that mean? Is the dumbest fucking thing ever." Yeah. That means people would be like walking around with bruises on their fucking faces <laughs> all the time. You're like, oh, that guy's got a shit ton of bruises on his face. He must be well known. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then the guy with no bruises on his face, like the exact opposite of how life is now, right? And the guy with no bruises on his face, you're like, that guy's fucking shady. Yeah. Or nobody, I, or wa- I'm nobody not wants to go get to know that guy. guy. I'm not going to go near nobody that guy. Wants, nobody wants to. That's how shady he is. He doesn't have any bruises on his face. Nobody wanted to fight him to get to know him. <laughs> or they think fought, about like you're. Or they fought think him. Think about like yeah, they fought him and like they, maybe they just he just killed him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they right. Lost. So that's even, yeah. So either way, it sucks. Yeah, either guy. either way. Could you imagine stay away like? Could you imagine like your dinner parties that you have? <laughs> like instead of a conversation, just it's an all out fucking like fight people club. fighting or like you're just yeah on a first club. date you just smack her right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you didn't even dodge it. You didn't even block like, my shit. Like I really want to get to know you and fucking cold cock right in the fucking nose. 
Exactly. Like, you like that? You like that? Uh, yeah. You like that? I really, I really fucking know you now, you bitch. And then you fucking like pile driver. <laughs> and then she turns around and punches you in the nuts. And she's like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. I want to know you too. Yeah. She starts exactly. ripping your fucking ball hair out. <laughs> Let's get married. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like you go hand your credit card over and they're like, let me see some ID, please. And they just like roundhouse kick you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, why are we on this? Oh, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> of the, of the fight get, scenes. Let me get to know you. The fight scenes. Yeah, <laughs> let me get to know you. Like that was, so anyway, so the fighting in this movie, in the first Matrix, it, this movie for me, like I was like, oh, my God, this is like the Star Wars of a new generation. Yeah. Using using like this fantasy-esque sci-fi spin to the real world, you know, instead of it being like a galaxy far, far away, this was a universe that you could still play in, you know what I mean? Because it's a computer program. Right. So it, it could have been infinite if they did the two, you know, tri- the two follow-up movies correctly. You know, it could have been this giant world that just took place in a computer. Yes. And they didn't do that. So, but luckily we have this one. I really think that the the second and the third movie really take away from how good this movie is. Yeah. And like how it's looked upon now. I think sometimes people kind of forget how good this movie is because of the last two. Yeah. And that's a bummer. It's it's a big bummer because I I love this movie. It was like the, um, I think, first movie to be a blockbuster like in April. Like they started summer a lot earlier that year. I think like since then now Fast and the Furious rules April and all that. But um, I just remember that came out of left field. It was like a sleeper hit. I saw the trailers just like I saw the trailers with Jason Bourne, you know, with Matt Damon. And I started laughing. I laughed at that too. I was like, this looks so stupid. You know, like this guy, Will Hunting is like fucking fighting people. And, and, and like, and so like with the Keanu Reeves was the same thing. I'm like, Bill's fighting people. Like this is, this looks really dumb, you know, but as the time got closer, I got roped in because you know, the, the, the commercials, you know, happened and, uh, you saw the bullet time in the commercials. I'm like, Oh shit, I gotta go see this movie. And, uh, and it, it was an interesting year because episode one came out and it was sandwiched sandwiched between two awesome movies. You know, one was the matrix. And then the other one is the, my, one of my picks was the sixth sense. Uh, so it's on my list. That, so there's our first crossover. Yeah. So matrix and sixth sense bookend that year, like one came out in April. I think the other one came out like around August or something like that, like the end of the summer blockbuster year. And that movie just blew the tits off of everybody. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, I watched it actually. I haven't watched it in a while, um, but I was uh, really uh, surprised actually watching it again after so long and still being enthralled with this movie. And now that you already know uh, the twist, uh, going back and watching it, you can see how intricately he wove that story so that, you know, he really didn't enter, like the Bruce Willis character didn't interact with any of the humans, like any live person. You know, right. didn't, you know, or he did, but no one ever answered him back or he never mm-hmm. touched anybody, you know, right. um, and spirits, you know, if they, if they think hard enough, they can, you know, break things or push things and all that stuff. Like that's how he breaks that window that where his wife worked. Cause he thought he she right. was having an affair. And, <clears throat> uh, but what did you think? I mean, that scene at the very end where Bruce Willis is like talking to his wife while she's sleeping and then you see the wedding ring fall to the ground and roll under, and he looks down and he notices he's not wearing. I his got wedding chills. Ring. Oh. I got chills. I got chills. Like when she, 
what did she say? She said he I think it was him looking down at her finger or something. Yeah. Or her hand. And then she's watching she's watching the video. Well, she's asleep and, and the video is playing. Right, in the right. Background. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking like you know, it makes it play like she's like a um you know, um uh ignored wife. Yes. Right. She's like watching old videos of their marriage when they used to be in love. And then for some reason, I don't know why I like that's how it plays out. But when I, as soon as I saw that scene, I'm like, "Oh fuck, he's dead." Yep. Like the, the, as soon as they saw the video, I'm like, "Why is she watching the video?" Because like I I didn't question it from like a point like that point of view where it's supposed to be played out that way. Like it holds the suspense longer because it it has like one last trick for you. Like oh she's watching it again because she's an ignored wife. But for some reason, I went the like the other way and said, "Oh fuck, he's dead." Yeah. I'm like, no fucking way. <clears throat> I didn't know it until the ring fell and rolled under the thing. And I was like, oh, shit. She was holding his ring. I'm like. I, yeah. <clears throat> I remember I, specifically oh when I saw when I saw the wedding video, I grabbed my, my girlfriend at the time's arm. And she's like, and I grabbed it tight because it completely blew me the fuck away. Like, I'm actually getting chills thinking about it. Yeah. Because it like I, there was like a chill down my spine when I fucking when I figured it out. And I grabbed her fucking arm right in the theater. And she's like, what? I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> You're She's like, whispering. what? I'm like, wait. I'm like, wait. Just wait for it. Wait for it. And you know, lo and behold, she drops the wedding ring, and and it's revealed that she's that you know that he's been dead this whole time. And like, what's crazy about that movie is there's always fuckers that spoil a movie. Yes. You know, social media wasn't. I think MySpace was big back then, and it wasn't even that big of a deal. And you know, this is before Facebook, where everything can be ruined at any moment in time. But for some reason, even back then, when you would talk about movies, it'd always be some jackass in line or some or one of your friends ruining a movie for you, you know. And that never happened with this movie. No, that was the weird thing. Everyone kept so tight-lipped about. Yeah, it. because they were because the movie was so goddamn good, and the ending was so great that people were like, "I can't tell you, I can't tell you a thing about this movie. Just go see it." Yep. And that's how it was told to us. Like yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have like I'm not like I said I'm a big pussy when it comes to horror movies, so I had no interest in seeing this movie. But the the couple that told us about it, they were like, "Look, I know you don't like these type of movies, but just go. I can't. It the movie is so good, I can't tell you anything about it. It that movie, even just watching it the other day at night, mind you, still creeped me the hell out. And I've seen yeah. it, I've seen it a few times already. I, I I knew what to expect, and yet I kept getting scared watching it. Yeah, you know? yeah, and and that line, well, that, that line still like, gives me chills. You know, I see the, dead people line is like so beautifully done. It's crazy. yeah, yeah. Going back to that movie when you were saying like now that you've watched and you're going back now you can watch how in, like how intricate the 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 how particular he was and how specific he was about how Bruce Willis was interacting with the world. So you notice all these little things after watching it multiple times. It's like going. It's like seven. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Like yeah. That. You know when yeah. you when you go back. You know what's going on. You know why he's doing what he's doing. And then all you have to do is actually go back like, what, 10 minutes into 15 minutes into the movie where it's the car ride and he's talking to Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah, yeah. That whole fuck, that whole speech. <clears throat> and you're looking at Brad Pitt. He's so confident. He's so fucking cocky. Yes. And he has no idea that his world is about to be completely destroyed. What's and, in the box? <laughs> yeah, I mean that that line, like if it's actually creepier the second time you watch it because you, when you go back and you see Kevin Spacey in the background, he's like, "I can't wait for you to see what's coming," oh, or something, God. or something yeah. like that. You yeah. know, he looks at him like he just smirks just a tiny bit, and he's just like, 
Oh my god! And, and but he plays it in this like psychotic, obviously psychotic, this psychotic smirk. Like it's it's not it's not even like you're like if I was trying to surprise you with like a birthday party or some shit like <laughs> that kind of like a smirk. It's like it's 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 like like ten thousand times bigger than a surprise birthday party of what Spacey did to Bra- I don't even remember their names. Yeah, uh, to either. Brad Pitt. And that little tiny smirk where he's like, I can't wait for you to see this. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so fucking creepy. And they did it. So fucking creepy. They did it again years later on Dexter, season four of Dexter. You know, the Trinity Killer, Killer Rita, that was harsh, man. That was really hard. Really, really tough to watch. Spoilers for Dexter. Yeah. (laughs) Her character. Uh, So I'll I'll skip over the second movie I got on my list. Um, Oh, wait. I did have one minor gripe about Sixth Sense really quick. Okay. Okay, that would be a first. There is a scene in there where he's he's got a tape recorder and he's listening to um, the guy that shot him at the beginning. Right. He's listening to his... Like he leaves the room and you can hear him like talking or talking like Latin or something like that to a ghost or whatever. I was like, wait a minute. If he was dead this entire time, how the fuck was he able to interact with that tape recorder? Like, how did he get it out of the cabinet, put a tape in there? You know what I mean? Like I. Oh, I thought that was explained by Haley Joel Osment. How was that explained? When he's like, they can interact and he, they can see what they want to see. Oh, so the the tape recorder was kind of like his clothes. It was just like cuz every time you saw him, he was in the same iteration of clothes that he wore at the And he had the same the tape movie. recorder. Yeah, okay. All right, I believe it. That's what I thought anyway. I mean, yeah, I could I be dead that, wrong. I guess that makes sense. I was kind of like, "Oh, maybe he had that tape recorder, but it's just if like I am, but the tape If I am wrong, the tape, right, though, but if I am wrong, if I am wrong, you're you're kind of right though. It doesn't make any sense like that he should be able to, like, because he's not angry or anything. So there's right. no way for him to actually interact with it. And there's no way for him to, because so, he would have had to, he would have had to have it the whole time. I could believe him. I could believe him hitting play and stop and rewind fast forward. I could believe that. But the fact that he had that tape and he, re, and, and so it, what you're saying is that if he had it the entire time, that he would know, he would remember from 20 years ago what that kid did in the, when he wasn't in the room. So that's where it didn't make sense to me. I was like, wait a minute. He'd had to have interacted with that thing somehow and listened to that tape. He wouldn't remember as a ghost. He wouldn't did remember. He, did he have that tape recorder with Haley Joel Osment in any part of the movie? Shit, I don't remember now. I just remember I, I kind of want to say he did. Yeah, because I remember that scene now where he's like listening to the tape. And I, and I went, whoa, 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 wait a minute. He's fucking dead. How is he listening yeah. to this tape? You know, and I, I can understand him interacting with the tape recorder, but how did he get, like, did he take the tape out of the, you know, did he have the right, tape exactly. on him the entire time? Yeah, it was just, it was <laughs> kind of like, uh, that's the one thing. I, if I could talk to M9, I'd be like, dude, you know, because maybe we'll have him on our podcast someday. <laughs> I'd be like, dude. Well, if he keeps making, if he keeps making <laughs> shitty movies, we, we could probably get him. Yeah, but he's starting, he's on the rise now. So, but well, anyway. I don't know about on the rise. But anyway, that's. I mean, uh, he fell pretty far. The- <laughs> Like he's one rung up the ladder now. Um, he's like he was he was like Mount Everest like height. Oh yeah, and then he's kind of like he's kind of you know. <clears throat> I know not anymore. Yeah, he's in the ocean. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> that was so a, that my was awesome. sec- so that we had a crossover there. Did you have Matrix on yours? Yep. Okay, so that's okay. So the next one I have on here again, no particular order is Toy Story Two. Nice. In this, I don't have that one this year. Good one. And um, perfect. This sequel. is this is one. Yeah, this is one of those 
it, it's a crazy story. I'm not sure how many of our listeners might actually know this, all five of you. But the 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 way that the story was, I don't know. It you I know you knew these stories, yes. but the movie actually got deleted. Almost, uh, it was actually deleted. A big giant portion was deleted from from uh, Pixar's database like a week before the release. But because one of the people, the employees, the higher up employees, had to go home and take care of her daughter, she downloaded a copy onto the computer that she had. Otherwise. 50% of Toy Story 2 was completely erased. Oh, my God. How awful would that be? <clears throat> so she, just because she had to go home and take care of ki- a kid, I think. I think that's the story anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, she had the full, she was the only one in existence that had the full copy of Toy Story 2. I also heard that, or the rumor was, maybe it's confirmed, was that they that movie was going to be straight to DVD, but because yeah. it was so good that they decided to give it a release. No, that's actually well, part of that's true. So, so they were going to go straight to DVD uh, with it, and Lassiter came back from vacation or something and saw it and was like, "You can't fucking release this." And they basically completed the story, the 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 working script over a weekend. Yeah, for this movie, so so Disney was just trying to capitalize and do you know Pocahontas sixteen <laughs> right uh, with, with this one, and uh, and basically Lasseter came in and said no 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 you can't do that it, it's shit yeah so he rewrote it and then it became a full length feature yep um, that's why so anyway so that's why there's like a four year gap in between the movies. Well, I, like it's the same thing with like Blizzard. Like, take your time because when they release games, it's they're fucking awesome. awesome and the yeah. same thing with like the South Park guys. Um, if you haven't played the the old the the PS3 game for their first their first game for South yeah. Park, yeah. Um, actually, it's not their first game, but the first game for PS3. That game is that RPG. Their first RPG is fucking awesome. And then the new one comes out, I think, in like a month or so. Oh yeah, I can't wait. <clears throat> but those guys are notorious also now for pushing back their games. Anyway, Toy Story 2 was like it's it's up there of like Godfather 2, Empire Strikes Back with like best sequels ever. Yes. Um actually they didn't even have a little bit of Star Wars effects in here. <laughs> That's right. I'm your father. He's like, "Really?" He's like, "No." It's even <laughs> earlier than that. Yeah. Oh. It's it's in, it's in the beginning of, it's at the very beginning of the movie. Where Buzz goes and reaches for the battery, but it's a hologram. Oh, yeah. And that hologram sound is the waving lightsaber. <clears throat> That's right. Forgot about that. I haven't so seen there's that two movie. Star Wars references I, to this one. I haven't seen one. that movie in a while. In fact, that that movie I've probably seen the least amount of times in that trilogy. I've seen. Oh, really? I've seen Toy Story one and three more, way more than the second one. So I need two to- is really good. I mean, I mean, it came out again during during the Star Wars thing. So there's a reason why. There's sound effects from Star Wars in there. Um, so it, it's the same year as, as Episode 1. So everybody obviously knew that, you know, Episode 1 was coming. But uh, but there's references in all, like, it was all Star Wars. It was Star Wars, The Matrix, and The Sixth Sense were, like, all over pop culture that year. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And then, um, uh, well, so in Toy Story 2, that was also the one where they were all being collected, right? And they were going to be sent to Japan to like some collector. Yes. It's the first time you see Jesse in Bullseye. Oh, that's right. And then uh, Kelsey Grammer played the prospector, I think. And this was their, I, I don't, did they do a Bugs Life right after Toy Story and then Toy Story 2 came out? I yes. Think? Yeah. Cause Bugs Life came out like 98. Okay. Yeah. 
So watching Toy Story 2, like, I remember not wanting to watch the first Toy Story. I was like, this is dumb. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, it has to be hand-drawn. This just looks terrible. Right. And then I sat down and watched it, and I was like, oh, my God, that's, like, one of the best cartoons I've ever seen. Or best movies I've ever it's seen. And then the second story. one comes out. Yeah. Right. And then the second one comes out, and when Jesse's song comes on, it was the first time I ever cried during, like, a cartoon. <laughs> that was so sad. Since... Since probably I was like four years old and Bambi's mom died, it was probably the last time I cried during a cartoon. <laughs> and then when Jesse's song comes on, I'm like, "What? What? Did, wait, what's this? What's, what's going on here? <laughs> what's in my I'm eyes? Like, what's going on? You're crying, asshole." <laughs> um, yeah, I'm in the theater watching this movie and I'm fucking crying in a cartoon. I'm and there's get like to, kids. Quit, leave me kids alone. Leave me alone. Yeah, or I'm gonna get to know you. <laughs> kids don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Kids don't understand like what's going on. Like they're just like sitting there like and I'm like, you know, twenty something years old and I'm fucking crying in Toy Story Two. <laughs> it was the first time Pixar did that to you. You know, little did they little did I know oh, God. you know Up, like Toy Toy the Jesse song was just like nothing compared to the beginning of Up. Yeah, and the ending of Toy Story Three was the worst. Oh God, yeah, <clears throat> Toy Story Three. I still basically, can't if you it. don't cry, if you don't cry, if you didn't cry during Jesse's song or the ending of Toy Story Three, you're you're dead inside. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> I don't want to get to know you. <laughs> yeah, you're just dead inside. We will not fight. I don't want to get to know you at all. Um, um, what what what's your next movie? Well, uh, one of my all time favorites, uh, Galaxy Quest. And we've talked a little bit about that. I think when uh, Alan Rickman died, we kind of did a, glossed over it a little bit, but mostly for him, his role in it. But right, um, everybody in this movie is is like casted to perfection, you know. Mm-hmm. And even you know, I I know Seth MacFarlane has a show right now called Orville, which at some point, if it lasts longer than a season, we'll probably have to kind of talk about that that show. But Galaxy Quest, you know, was kind of like this labor of love of people that love Star Trek so much. And, you know, you got Tim Allen as your Captain Kirk, and then you've got, you know, other characters that kind of mimic, you know, the, the Star Trek characters. But they're but they're just human beings that just were, you know, actors in these roles. And they love the roles so much, and, and they really haven't done much else of anything. And they go to all these cons, which is, is genius. I mean, in 99, I don't think people really realized you know, how awesome, like awesome that is because nowadays it's like you go to cons and they're, you know, and like if, nowadays you don't get made fun of nowadays. You're like, Oh, they're, they're totally, of you. totally. I mean, it doesn't matter. You could be a fourth tier character. You know, you could be a red shirt in star Trek and people well, want to come sides. up and get your autograph, you know, both sides. I mean, if you were attending a comic con back then, you're like nerd. Yeah, exactly. Now it's like now, it's now cool. they're, now, yeah, now people are just like, oh, man, you got to go. That's so cool that you went to go. I'm so jealous. I wish I went, you know, and, like, nobody, nobody's like, oh, that's just dumb. Like, yeah, well, I got to meet Thor today, so fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was funny because, like, there's a scene where Tim Allen goes to the bathroom and there's all these, like, characters, people in cosplay, like, taking a leak, you know, in the urinal and shit. That, that just made me laugh because, you know, I've been to Comic-Cons and yep. – you see all that all the time, and it's just funny. Like the, that guy that wrote it really got it. He really understood. I pissed. I pissed next to many a Jedi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the conventions. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. So 
that that movie is just oh god it's just it's so brilliant. i wish they would do one for star wars but like that's why i love that movie so much too like i, I was never a trekkie i only liked a couple of the movies i've never seen the original uh show and um other than a few I, i've only seen three episodes okay. i saw i saw the one where kirk had to let the woman die Oh, that's the one of the best episodes. The that's why I watched yeah. it because somebody Spock was talking is like, about. You can't it. mess with time. You got to let her. Right. You got to let her die. Yeah. And uh, I watched it, and that episode still holds up. Oh, um, fuck, it's so good. But uh, yeah, so I was never Trekkie, but I but I was part of that. Like I loved all that stuff, you know, that like the toys, the the movies, all all the sci fi type stuff. I loved all that, and that that movie just I love that movie because it made me, even though I wasn't a Trekkie. It's still I understood that movie. That movie spoke to me because yes. it was like, what if the shit that you loved was real? Yes. You know, what if Logan was sitting right next to me right now? How fucking cool would that be? You know? Like anything that you could imagine, the shit that you think is fantasy or whatever, it ends up being real. So that movie really spoke to me and everybody is perfectly cast in that movie, like you said. Um even even the character's name is Guy. But Oh he's, uh, God, that was um, what's his name now? one of his first roles. Um Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that guy. He's he does some really cool shit. He's such a good actor, and he does yeah. really wacky roles. You know, why can't the uh, man that his name is escaping me right now? Yeah, he was in Iron Man too, as well. Yeah, um, and Charlie's Angels, like a whole bunch of um, yes, yeah, a whole bunch of different movies. But yeah, I, you know, I saw that on there. I saw that on the movies in Rock- 1999. I was like, that that's going to be on BJ's list. Oh yeah, Rockwell, Sam Rockwell. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's the it. same. That's yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even have a last name. Sure you do, guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. Yeah, I, I love that. They got all the tropes perfect. Um, even down to the, the you know the the engineer guy was always like high and shit like that. But the thing that that made me <laughs> that really got me jazzed is when he warped up that rock monster up into the ship and it beat all those bad guys up. Oh, yeah, I was like, yeah. oh shit! Like that's something that like a fan would think of. You know, they wouldn't do that on a show ever. Yeah. But in the movie, There's no budget for it. Yeah, in the context of the movie, I was like, oh fuck it! Like that's something we'd all would do. You know, like yeah. think of. So they a lot of fan service, a lot of cool shit. My, yeah, my my favorite scene is the part where where they're trying to get to the beryllium, not the beryllium sphere, the the omega thing. Yes. The device. Yes. And they have to go through that giant deathly like all this bullshit. And they're like, yeah. What and is Sigourney this? Weaver? Sigourney <laughs> Weaver's like, whoever wrote this needs to be killed. Yeah. Because there's no there's no point to it whatsoever. Yes. And then the doomsday button or whatever, the self-destruct, that's why they were trying to do it. The self-destruct ends on one, even though they hit it on like eight and they think they're going to die. <laughs> and she's like, oh, it always ends on one. <laughs> I'm like, yep. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, that's so brilliant. Yeah, so, it was awesome. Yeah, really good. It, it, it was a great satire without being like a naked gun. Yes, yes. Parody. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. The next one I have on my list, which I doubt you'll have on yours, um, is South Park. Oh, nice. Good pull. Um, so this movie came out in 1999. It still holds up today. I still watch the show. It's still brilliant. And I think it's still, at certain times, it's probably better than SNL as a satire. Yeah. Um, oh, I agree. It's so up-to-date and brilliant, that show is. Um, they just did, like, they just parodied the Charlottesville stuff in the season premiere. Holy shit. Seriously? Wow. Yeah, but they did it in the form of um, 
Alexa from Amazon. Oh, no. So you'll have to watch it. No um, way. <laughs> you'll have to watch it. Yeah, there was like a couple of news articles about like the, the episode because they kept saying Alexa in the thing. Yeah. So anybody who had an Alexa in their house, it would activate it. Are you kidding me? So That's it, genius. It, yeah. So anyway, so I would I would highly recommend watching that. But South Park, this is the first time like you could not you could hear them curse. Yes. Like really curse. And they could say fuck and all this stuff and I mean they had an entire song about fuck <laughs> in the in it. Uncle Fucker. <laughs> yeah. So um which they actually got nominated for an Oscar for their yes. song. Yeah, they had to sing that. Um, Robin Williams sang it on the Oscars. So they uh, – but anyway, so this movie is basically almost shot for shot, frame for frame like Les Mis. Yes. Apparently. Yep. Um, but it's – they're so good at what they do. Um, I have yet to see Book of Mormon, but it's on my list to see it. Oh, I wish the guy, I know. The, yeah, he's so – Trey Parker is – is just genius when it comes to writing. Um, anyway, this movie is phenomenal. It's so funny. I used to quote it all the time. It's kind of odd to quote it at 39 years old now because of some <laughs> of the shit they say. That's so <laughs> bad. I mean, I, I just um, remember Saddam, you know, and then the devil. Oh, you know, God, in bed that's with the so devil. fucking hilarious. Yeah. So I can't believe they got away with that. Like, he pulled his dick out, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it was a dildo, but, like, then yeah, there's oh, that scene right. where it goes... Then it goes to black, and then you hear like this like suction cup thing, and uh, <laughs> no. and the devil the devil goes ow, and Saddam, <laughs> who Saddam Hussein goes oh you like that bitch don't you? It's <laughs> terrible again. They, they made they made the devil and Saddam Hussein gay. I mean that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> that's so um, funny. I have the Iron Giant. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I think Vin Diesel, right, was the iron the voice of the Iron Giant. Did that that prepared him for Groot? Basically, yeah. <laughs> say something one time and say it. Basically, act without acting. Yeah, like say your lines the way that you say them in the movie, but you're just going to say it into a microphone. Yeah, and say it like fifty different ways, but we're going to auto tune it and change it anyway. So. Yeah, just say, just speak normal. Here, read off this menu. Read off this McDonald's <laughs> menu. This is what we're going to use. Oh, my God. I mean, the guy gets paid for this shit. I mean, seriously. Easiest job on the planet. Yeah. Yeah, you think Robert Downey Jr. had an easy job. <laughs> um, this movie is just, I mean. I was just, wait, hold on. I'm just thinking about this. Oh. Does Vin Diesel get a fucking script uh, for Guardians of the Galaxy? Because if he not. does, that's fucking hilarious. That would be so, it's like, okay. Basically, um, all his lines can be sent to him in email. Yeah. And then right next to I am Groot, it says, say it angry. Say it. <laughs> Say it chill, say it happy, say it sad. That's basically that's basically all of it. Yeah, and like why, why does he you, why, actually? Why does he have to re-record his lines? Why can't you pull it from the other movie? Yeah, so I was gonna say too. Like in the second movie, take his original recordings and just baby it, like put it down, like make it. Yeah, exactly. Because like they had baby. to do it anyway. They yeah. had to do it anyway. <laughs> and he's not even there on stilts. Some other actors on stilts. Yep. Wow. Yep, there's literally no reason for him to be what in What the anymore. hell, Marvel? Maybe maybe it's because he badly wanted to be in Marvel that they're like, oh, fuck, just give him this shit, and that way we don't have to hire him for anything else. <laughs> and, and then he's like, well, wait a minute. What about Chris Evans? And I'm like, what about Chris Evans? That was, you know, that was Fox. Uh, we're Disney now, so shut up. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about, you know, uh, Josh Brolin? Again, that's Fox and, that's, and Disney. So unless you want to go be in a Fox movie, 
Shut the fuck up. Be great. How do you think he got that role? He was like, hey, Vin, what's your name? I am Vin. And they're like, wait. Holy Vin, shit. Can you, can you say your name again? I am Vin. And they're like, wait, I think we have our Groot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Replace Vin with Groot. And that's it. And he's like, I am line. Well, <laughs> it wouldn't, it. honestly, it wouldn't be a big deal or we wouldn't be making fun of him. But the fact that he goes on press tours and does all this shit, you're just like, you don't do anything. And why would you like talk it, talk about it as if it's your movie? I like, I like how, I like how James Gunn was like, oh, he brings so much soul to Groot. I'm like, you've seen this fucking guy act, right? You've seen, that means, that means you're telling me the digital that artist, the three lines that he says, I am Groot is way more emotion than any fucking thing he's ever done. <laughs> The three lines that he says in your fucking movie. You know what, though? I would kind of believe that, though. I kind of believe it. <laughs> I mean, dude, uh, if you watch the Fast and Furious movies. He's literally a caricature movies, of himself. He is. It, the, the Fast and the Furious movies have gone, like, it's like, you know, comparing him with, like, you know, John McClane. The first Die Hard is so fucking awesome. And then when you get yeah. to the fourth one, he's like a superhero, you know? And now Vin Diesel's, well, yeah, like, like, like jumping. I've always said. <laughs> Like I've always said, like the most unbelievable thing in Fast and Furious Five or Fast Five was that Vin Diesel beat The Rock. Yeah. That was the most un- like, yeah, they're robbing a bank on all these gangsters and shit. Whatever they actually infiltrate the police headquarters and and they actually pull a giant like three ton bank with two fucking sports cars. But the most <laughs> unbelievable thing in that movie is Vin Diesel beating The Rock. There's just no way. There's no way. No. And that was like Vin Diesel not working out for that movie too because he's a little chunky in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Oh you, my god. Most unbelievable thing is Vin Diesel winning. I don't believe it. I believe in the sixth or seventh movie when they're jumping between those fucking two giant um the those two giant buildings when they stole the car, that like exotic sports car. You believe that over <laughs> I believe that over Vin Diesel beating the rock. Oh my god. Yeah, they've there's no way I don't believe so it. So ridiculous. Like I isn't there two more of those things? I think I think I think twenty nineteen and twenty twenty one and then they're done. They're doing ten movies. <sighs> you know? Oh Jesus. Um he can't make anything else worth a shit. Every other movie he comes out with is just a piece of shit. Um Iron Giant. <laughs> yeah, anyway anyway, the ending to Iron Giant is so fucking awesome. I mean he what he gets blown up or he just you know, gets destroyed and and then the pieces come together, you know, at the end. Uh, cause he's like a, was he from another planet? If I remember yeah. right. And like, yeah, he, he like, <clears throat> he starts coming together in that little bolt or whatever that thing that's left over starts shaking in his room and it jumps, you know, and it goes and then you find out that he, you know, he's going to be okay. And he's, he gets the, he leaves the planet, you know, gets to leave or whatever. Um, it's just awesome. A bit of boy and his, and his robot and a big robot. I mean, the movie is just, it's so heartwarming and, and it's just Brad Bird is such a genius. And that's why, you know, when the Incredibles came out, it was like, you know, he's, he just hit the stratosphere and right. uh, yeah, I can't wait, you know, you know, Tomorrowland wasn't great, but his mission impossible was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't so bad. Yeah. Um, we should probably move a little bit faster. <laughs> yeah. Cause we yeah. haven't even gotten to the worst category. You want to skip the best and go to the worst? Uh, let's do one more, one more best and we'll move on. Um, I had, <laughs> I had mystery man written down. Are you I, kidding me? No, I love that movie. And I'll tell you why, 
because there's so many like one-liners and silliness in that movie that made me fucking laugh so hard. Even though the movie's not great, it still was like, you know, before the superhero movement, you know, I think it was just right. Blade was the only movie before that. Uh-huh. Um, and, and then it was right before X-Men hit. So it was trying, like, I think it just came out too early, but it was trying to bring these anti-heroes or these misfits, you know, right. into the fold. And they all had ridiculous powers. They didn't have powers. <laughs> they, they were just like one guy threw forks and knives. And, you know, the other guy, his superpower is he was, got angry, you know, and you're like, okay. And then, you know, one guy actually had a superpower. He he turned invisible, but you, you had to Nobody not, could see him. But yeah, you, you had yeah, to not look at him. <laughs> you couldn't look at him. I mean, it's so fucking – I mean, I, I just – I love that movie. Janine Garofalo had a, you know, a bowling ball as her dad's dead head in there, and, he, and she threw right. it around. So I, I don't know. I just I, – I, I think I could beat you on my last movie for one-liners. Okay. American Pie. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That, that was – I mean, that was like – what our generation's Porky's, I guess, but better, I better, thought. way better. Cause I've seen Porky's and it's not that good. No, it's not. It's Canadian humor. It's funny, but American pie is just, you know, was super, super awesome. And it's going to take a yeah, while before they, it's going to take a while before they, you know, are able to kind of replicate that for another generation. But yeah. Um, so anyway, let's go to the worst movies. And I, like I told you, I went back and I had a hard time coming up with a list because well, These some movies are, are too so, obvious. Some are too obvious. So I, I stayed away from like Wild Wild West. We had talked about that before. Um, but the first movie on my list, I couldn't even find illegally to download because <laughs> I wasn't going to pay for it. That bad. Yeah, it was so bad. I, nobody actually had it to download. Actually, somebody did, but it was going to take like a week to get it. No, just look it up on Wikipedia to remember it. <laughs> so I didn't even do that. I couldn't even do that. But my first movie is Wing Commander. Oh man! Okay, I, quick story about that, real quick. So, um, well, I, yeah, go ahead because I don't have a story because I just remember this movie. I just remember this movie okay, being shitty. So, I don't remember anything about it. Okay, so well, that that was during the time of Freddie Prince Jr. and that other dude who played uh, Shaggy and Scooby Doo. I can't remember his name now. Right, 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 right. So that was the, that was like they were doing all these movies together all the time, and um, she's all that and some other movies. And uh, but anyway, I remember going to see that movie, and this is the only reason why, because our theater there was got they got word out that episode one was going to be showing their trailer before that movie. It was supposed to be before Under Siege, which is a I think a movie with Denzel Washington. And I it was Meet Joe Black. Uh, it might have been, but I remember there was a Denzel Washington movie, and they were saying that. It was going to be before that. So I went and watched Under Siege. No fucking episode one trailer. I was pissed. So I left there like grumpy and, you know, mad and all that stuff. And then, but the movie was okay. But then Wing Commander, they're like episode one trailer, right? So I went and the trailer was there. We watched it. And then we watched the movie. And the movie is the (laughs) biggest piece of shit you've ever seen. I, I, I can't remember the movie either. I could barely remember anything that happened in it. I just remember the acting was terrible. The visual effects were terrible. And I also remember reading that a week later, episode one pulled their trailers from that movie. They didn't want to be anything associated with that movie. (laughs) Uh, But I remember that. (laughs) I remember that. I remember that distinctly. 
And I used to play those video games, the Wing Commander video games on the PC yeah, were yeah, awesome. They were Mark Hamill was in one of them, like doing the acting in one of them. Um, those were really great. Those were really great this, games. This might be the first time that we bring up a movie on the podcast, and there was no physical way other than paying somebody, like paying Amazon, <laughs> to get this movie. <laughs> and I was not going to fucking do it. That's and like, funny. I just, I just remember, I was like, oh, my God. That came out in 1999. I remember seeing this movie, but that's all I remember. Yeah. Like, that's how bad it was. Yes. It, and I'm not, I'm not exaggerating when I say I can't. I don't even remember the like I don't remember him in the movie. Like I literally when I picture Wind Commander, I only picture the poster. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I can't I don't have a frame of film in my head. That's how bad this movie is. Yeah. There's other movies that we say are really bad and we can rip it apart and we can you know, like um I don't know, pick a movie, but like like Showgirls. I make fun of that movie all the time, but I've only seen it like maybe once or twice. Yeah. Or actually once all the way through and then like bits and pieces here and there. But then, but I can actually make fun of that movie because I remember a couple of scenes in that movie. I don't remember shit about Wing Commander. <laughs> um, so one of my bad movies. I mean, I, I mean, I wrote down Episode One and I wrote down Wild Wild West. I just I wrote those down because they were two of the biggest disappointments of that year. Because Will Smith every year was just killing it, and, you know, Independence Day and Men in Black and all that shit. And then they get to this movie, and it's it's so bad. Like I I went back and watched it because it's on Netflix right now. I'm like I'm gonna oh, give this is? yeah I'm gonna give this movie another chance. So I watched it. There's certain things in it that made me chuckle, but because but for the most part, it's it's really it's just very dull. It's extremely dull. It's a very unlike you know Will Smith. Like you know he's got a lot of charisma, but everyone else around him is like playing it straight western kind of thing, and it just didn't work. It didn't work at all. Just like Lone, yeah, the Lone Ranger was, didn't work either. You know, it's like very. It was similar. Will Smith. It was Will Smith from like 1999 acting against other people that were like in 1860. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's doing his normal shtick, and it didn't. It just didn't work. You know, and it was a bummer because I, you know, I really enjoyed. I mean, I don't know. The last 10 years, I really haven't enjoyed any much of anything that he's done. But those were the the late 90s was like a time to be a Will Smith fan. I mean, big yeah. time. Um, he even won a Razzie for him and uh, Stevie Wonder won a Razzie for the Wild Wild West song. Oh, God. Yeah, the song. Oh, yeah. The very end of the, the movie, the song comes on. And I started listening to it. I'm like, oh, Lord, like this is this is so bad. Yeah, because sometimes you can maybe get a good song out of a shitty movie. And, and Selma Hayek was so like she was tacked on. She didn't need to be in that movie at all. Like, no, like, honestly, I think I'm glad she was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was the hottest thing about that movie. She was the only good thing about that movie. Yeah. Um, and the spider and all that bullshit. Oh, but, yeah, whatever. But um, what was I going to say? But episode one, I mean, this is that's just too easy because we know we don't really like the, the, the trilogy. But I watched that movie over again, too, and I noticed a few things that, you know, I've probably talked about before. But I just remember the beginning, they, you know, the, the, the two Jedi are there to, like, negotiate some trade dispute or whatever. And they lock him in there and, and they, and they shove gas in there. Right. And, and I was like, why would you like, why would you do, why didn't you just poison their drink? Because the, dro <laughs> the, the droid walks in there with drinks and they don't blink twice at the droid. They just pick up the drink and they're like, I sense, 
I sense they don't want us here. They would. They wouldn't have known. Yeah, they would have died. Yeah, and they drank credits. They, yeah, but <laughs> they, they drank the fucking drink, and they're just like, yeah, I sense that they don't. They don't want us here. You know, but that and, was before they knew they, they were Jedi in there. right? Yeah, and then they blew up the the. No, they knew they were Jedi. They're like, send a droid. I don't want to go fucking talk to a Jedi. Oh uh, right. So right, the droid right. goes in there. I was like, oh my god, like just poison their ass right now. They're it's done. <laughs> Sound like Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> and so they they said they put gas in there. And that was the other thing is like they're like dioxins. And they and then they, they hold their breath. And I was like, well, what happened to that breathy thing that they use when they go underwater to the Gungan City? I'm like, why don't they just pull that out of their robe and shove it in their mouth? You know, and they could breathe. They could breathe these. I mean, this movie is so fucking stupid. It may be even you know more what, mad. You know, what, you know what I just thought about, too? When you're talking about like poisoning that, like poisoning them and killing them and attacking them, well, they tried to murder them, right? Yeah. So it's the Republic that sent two Jedi Knights as peacekeepers, and the Trade Federation just tried to murder them, right? Yes. So why didn't they just make a phone call back to Coruscant and be like, "Hey, those fuckers just tried to kill us." Yeah. Like, exactly. could you, like, if if you're if you are in a standoff or something, and somebody gets sent in to you know do peace or whatever with you, and you try to fucking murder those peacekeepers. You know, the government's going to come crashing down on you, basically. Yeah. You know? So basically, like, they could have just called and been like, hey, um, we just got attacked. So whatever the Great Federation's <laughs> this doing. This thing just happened. <laughs> this, it doesn't matter what their reasoning is for, you know, doing a blockade on Naboo. It doesn't matter anymore because now but, they tried to murder two but, government officials. But, <laughs> but how extreme was it to, like, blow up a ship within your ship? Why didn't they just send someone in there to like apprehend those two people, the pilots? Like, hey, get out of yeah, here! You could have blown up. You could have blown up your own ship. <laughs> just you don't ke- know how much like fuel they had. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you blew a ship up inside of your ship. I'm they like, could have been carrying like thermal, like a crate full of thermal detonators. Oh my god! It just blew the whole Trade Federation ship up, and yeah, the yeah. whole thing is done. And then, well, then the Jedi would have died in the credits, right? <laughs> 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 there's so many ways there's so many ways to end this movie in the first five minutes <laughs> there is it just makes oh god it just makes no fucking sense man. like instead of trying to get to naboo right they should have been like trying to infiltrate the communications part oh of my ship. god yeah no they they, and they, they just quit call real Kuros- easy Coruscant. they're like oh two destroyer droids we need to get out of here and they run like really fast and like right. the, that's the last time you ever see them run fast. By the way, like is that what right. came in handy at the fucking end? That would have came in at the ends. Yeah. Obi Wan, you fucker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> letting Qui Gon die. Letting Qui Gon die because you just couldn't do a fucking sprint. <laughs> yeah, he must have like I don't know, like the equivalent of like jerking off or something like that. He lost some midichlorians and he so he ran out of energy. He couldn't like run fast because like well, oh. yeah, that was the also the introduction of midichlorians. Why yeah. are we talking about this movie? God damn it. <laughs> Because it's we hate it anyway. So that's one of the ones I hated. But anyway, there's another movie that I really disliked, and I watched it again because I had an opportunity. I think it was either Netflix or Stars, one of those programs I had subscribed to. But it was Bicentennial Man. Um, oh God! Because I love. I mean, again, there was a time where Robin Williams had a very up and down career. He never quite went away. Like he would have some shitty movies, but then he'd do something that would would be awesome again. Right. And um, I remember, you know, Goodwill Hunting was like just a, a fucking phenomenal movie, but but because he was in it. And um, and then I remember they just kept putting him in shit, you know, like the 
that movie where he, him and his family died and like, he's in a dream, you know, what, dr- uh, what, what dreams, what dreams may come. may come. Yeah. It was such a gorgeous movie, but, but the movie just sucked. You know, there was two movies right after like a few movies after uh goodwill hunting where it seemed like this is just trying to get him in a role where he's going to make you cry. And like, it's an Oscar push movie. Yeah. Like, you can under- patch like, Adams was- and also, pa- yeah. Shit. Patch Adams was one too. Like patch Adams was like, yeah, there were some funny moments in there and some poignant moments in there, but at this, but at the end of the day, the movie's not very good, you know. No. But like he, he's good in it. But again, it's like it, it felt like they were trying too hard. Yeah, and with Bicentennial Man, it's like what I noticed about it is that, um, and it's the same thing with like if you put Jim Carrey and you know what is it um, the what the Truman Show where he couldn't they had to subdue him they had to tell him like don't be all Jim. Carrey carry crazy and but that's what people want you know so it's hard to like see Robin Williams in a robot suit for an hour and a half of the movie until he finally like kind of becomes human and then mm-hmm. some of the jokes that he does is more Robin William like so the whole movie you're just like I, I don't want to watch a subdued you know um, Robin Williams movie I don't want to see that like if you want him to play a character where he's over the top or he's funny or he's dramatic, like let him do that. But for him to be a fucking robot for an hour and a half, it's excruciating. It's so boring. You're just like, oh my god, he can't do anything because he's under restriction of being a robot. You know, you you can't tell jokes and you can't, you know, do this or that. You have to be this thing, you know, be robotic. And you know, and the movie's like exploring, you know, what what it means to be human. So like, you know, he's a robot and then he wants to be human, so he meets this guy that makes organic robot parts for people and like they slowly put that in his body to make him more human. You know, and they come up with this like flesh that's able to age and like they do all this shit to make him human. Um and it's kind of like a little it feels like there's a little bit of incest in this movie too, because he falls in love with his uh with the woman that, uh, well, with the, one, the the mother or something like that. And then he ends up falling for the granddaughter later on. And it looks right. just like the grandmother, you know, so like he, right. you know, so they get to eventually get together or whatever. So it's just fucking creepy. And the movie's creepy <laughs> and weird. And I didn't fucking like it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and I made myself watch it a second time. So... Yeah, which, that just bums me out. I mean, he had a lot of good movies, but he had a lot of shitty ones too, and that um, that was one of them. I got uh, never been kissed. Oh, you you didn't like that movie? It's so fucking retarded because <laughs> it it's like thirty five year old Drew Barrymore <clears throat> going into high school, and everybody believes that she's in high school. And <laughs> what's his face from uh, Alias Scream? Um, Oh, Mar- oh, oh, was married to Courtney Cox. Oh, Arquette, uh, Arquette. Uh, yeah, John, right? Not uh, John. I don't um, know. Dave Arquette. Dan- David Arquette. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like he is in high school. I'm like, this guy looks like he's fucking thirty, <laughs> and he's in high school, <laughs> and nobody questions this shit. Yeah. You know, and the movie like that alone should tell you like this movie's fucking stupid. I think the girls, like, the girls like that movie a lot. If I remember could you right. could you imagine if you were 35 years old and you and your editor came to you and said you got to go back to high school and you're like okay to do what to be a a high schooler i'm like i'm 35 like (laughs) 
Look at me. Like, I got fucking gray hairs. They kind of made her look 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 young, but it still was unbelievable. No. That would be like me going to, like, (laughs) no, it doesn't work. Like, it would look like a 35-year-old was dressing in high schoolers' clothes. (laughs) I can imagine you in high school. You're like, hey, what's up? They're like... No, this can't be right. I'm like, I'm looking. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like standing there. I'm like, I'm not doing this fucking like, assignment. This guy's, got a, this guy's got a fucking beard. <laughs> he's like. This guy's this guy's got a lot of credit cards in his wallet. He's got a, he's got a weed card. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's so ridiculous. Yeah, the premise of that premise just on that alone. Like, I was just like, I, I mean, I saw the movie. It was it had its moments. But overall, come on. Like uh, <laughs> thirty five year olds in high school, and nobody <laughs> saw through that. Yeah, and it is kind of creepy because the teacher is falling for the student too. I remember watching that, going like, this, "Yeah," this is and I'm not like, right. "Dude, this you think right. she's in high school, right? <laughs> like, you think she's in high school, and that's all that matters. Everything else after, like, it doesn't even occur to Drew Barrymore's character that he's falling in love with what he thinks is a high schooler, right? <laughs> exactly. How do you trust that guy? Yeah, like at the very end. He, like, comes and gives her a kiss. I'd be like, get away from me. <laughs> like, fuck like, you. At, at some point in time, there's, like, a never been kissed too, where, like, <laughs> she is lying in bed with the guy and realizes, like, wait, you thought I was in high school. It wouldn't be never been kissed. It'd be never been laid. Because, like, she yeah. already got her kiss. Now it's part it would, it two. Would, she hasn't yeah, had sex yet. <laughs> now she analyzes it. Now she actually analyzes the fact that he was in love or starting to fall in love with a high schooler. And, like... Think about that for a second. Yeah, so the yeah very, you, you love the guy, but he thought you were 17 years old yeah, or 16. So, so the very beginning of the movie, she kicks him out of bed like they're about to do it. And then she's like, ew, yeah. get the fuck off me. So and he's then, like, but and wait. Then, and she's then like, she goes back to high school. Right, to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> Only this Never time she fucked. turns. She's <laughs> <laughs> and that's how the 40-year-old virgin got written. Oh, God. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so she goes like yeah back to high school she's like okay this time i'm gonna say i'm 18 when i enter high school so <laughs> yeah, that i'm, I'm not under age yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna be a senior and i've been left back three times <laughs> i'm not very smart even though i'm 35 oh god that's too funny man <laughs> um i have uh the haunting you remember that movie? Okay. Is okay. So is that the one with Jeffrey Rush or Liam Neeson? Liam Neeson. So there, okay. there's like this sleep study. The, the whole premise is there's sleep study, and these people can't sleep. They're like sleepwalkers, or they're you know they can't. I don't know. They just can't fucking sleep really well. So they they you know hire these people to come to this like mansion in the fucking middle of nowhere to do this like I, if i a remember creepy right, fucking mansion too I, if i remember right it was a sleep study I, I thought that's what it was i don't know but i remember that if it was like the second i walk into that that mansion, i'm not sleeping here yeah if you don't think i can sleep <laughs> safely in my own bed what makes you think i can sleep in this fucking mansion that i presume is fucking haunted <laughs> yeah and it was it ended up being haunted oh and liam neeson's like later he like leaves for majority of the movie He's like, you guys like enjoy your stay, and like they all yeah. start getting picked off one by one. I was one. I think the first movie I ever saw Owen Wilson, Owen Wilson in, because um, oh, I hadn't watched okay. Bottle Rocket or anything like that yet. So I, I, I remember he gets oh he gets pwned big time. 
but his death is fucked. Um, but yeah, like the, I know I, if I remember right, it was some creepy dude that was like, I think killing children or something like that. And there was like some lady that tr- was trying to save the kids. But so one of the sleepwalker ladies or the you know, sleep study ladies, she ends up taking the place of that ghost and like taking care of the children ghosts that still reside there because the one ghost is like menacing them and shit like that. So it's, but the movie is just, it's so ridiculous. It's, and like you said, like you said, I'm like, what, (laughs) why are we going to, you just had a sleep study, right? Why, why wouldn't you go to like a a facility, like a hospital or a, put me in a holiday inn or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Go to (laughs) a holiday inn. Uh, even like a, if even you're a Motel keep, 6, you like know, you're trying, in you're trying Oakland to, would be better. Than so, <laughs> you're trying to get these people to comfortably sleep, so you put them in the, like what what looks like a haunted – they don't know it's haunted, but it looks like a haunted mansion, right? <laughs> like now you're supposed to sleep comfortably. That's like if you're trying to cure nymphomaniacs and you just put nude people in front of them Yeah, just in put, a room. put porn on every single TV channel. Yeah. Yeah, we're like, here to watch. We're here to watch football all day Sunday. But instead of football, there's porn everywhere. Like, picture how many, picture how many TVs are at a Buffalo Wild Wings, right? And then that's that's the room you're in. That's the room you're in to to cure nymphoma- nymphomaniacs. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, there's just people fucking on every screen. Oh man, it's like you're an alcoholic, and oh, the only thing we have to drink here is vodka. Yeah, we're Sorry. gonna have we're gonna we're gonna have our meeting at the liquor store today. Yeah, we're gonna have our AA meeting at the liquor store. Yeah, make sure you bring water because you can't drink anything in there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what what bad movie do you have? Uh, let's 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 do this let's one do last more. one. Okay, two I more. Got, I got one more after that, and then we're done. We'll um, I'm trying to figure out which one because I wrote a lot down. Oh, there, was um, a lot, there was a lot of bad movies, but a lot of good. Movies. So there's one that I know, and one that I barely know because it's really bad. I'm not sure which one to do. We'll just name them both, and we'll just. Okay, one is Double Jeopardy, and one is At First Sight. Oh my God! Okay, so. Uh, at first sight, was that the one about the the guy that was blind? Was that Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer, okay. Val Kilmer, and Mina, Mina, I think her name is. I think so. Mira? I don't know what her, whatever. That movie was fucking um, terrible. It's it's supposed to be like this, like like we were just talking about, uh, you know, movies trying so too hard, like Robin Williams's movies were trying so hard after yeah. um, Good Will Hunting. And uh, this movie seemed like one of those movies where it was trying really hard. And the only thing I can remember really about this movie is that they, they fall in love. She tries to get him to be like, why don't you try this experiment and maybe you can see again. He sees for the first time and like, you know, you think they're going to be happy. And then all of a sudden his the vision starts going away. And I remember him saying in the movie, and I think it might be in the trailer, but in the movie what stood out to me like, one of the cheesiest, like, give me an Oscar lines was, uh, he says, I wasn't meant to see. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't meant to see. Like, oh, well, like, you know what? I wasn't meant to pay $10 for this piece of shit either, but I did. So, fuck I like, you. Uh, I, I just, when I saw the movie and he said that line, I wasn't meant to see him. <laughs> fucking, there who was, wrote that? So there was a <laughs> there was a slew of movies in the '90s where it was like City of Angels. It was like Untamed Heart with Christian Slater. You know about the the guy with the the winky heart that kept fucking failing or whatever. And then like and First Sight. There's all those movies that where they tried really hard 
to like make it just super sappy and you know lovey dovey. Yeah, there's always that. somebody who was dying. <laughs> yeah, just fucking or die like, already. <laughs> or had an ailment. Yeah, like it was one of those. It's like where, I don't want st- to. I don't want to see that. It's like like they're trying to say like there's <laughs> they're trying to say love conquers all, and all they're saying is like you're gonna fall in love with somebody who's gonna fucking die. <laughs> So don't do it, idiot. You're going to fall in love with somebody who dies or is somehow physically handicapped. Yeah, it's the same thing. If you're if you're in a sleep study and you're going to a haunted mansion, say, I'm out. If you're going to date someone that's got a fucking ailment, say, you're out. Just walk away. Don't do it. Or or you could do the other thing and, and not try to change them like they did in this movie. Right, or you could just fight them to get to know them better. You don't need to date them. <laughs> <laughs> Kicks the guy in the heart, he dies. Like, oh shit! <laughs> he beat the blind guy up. Yeah, that's the romance. It's like, what? What happened? Like, I, I've seen Daredevil. Why? Why couldn't you fight? <laughs> Be like, uh, you say, you know, he beats the fuck. She beats the fuck out of him, right? Beats the fuck out of Val Kilmer. It's like, I and love he's you. like, and she says, "Why did you?" He's like, "Why did you? Why did you do that?" And she turns around, and says, "I really wanted to get to know you." And then he turns to her and says. I'm fucking blind. That's all you needed to know. I can't Credits. fight very good. Credits. Credits. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not Ben Affleck. I can't jump around a playground blind in broad daylight. Yeah. Broad <laughs> and, daylight. and nobody notices that this is going on, that the blind guy right. is fucking jumping around a jungle gym. And then all of a sudden, once the fight's over, he's like fucking Yoda. He picks up the cane and starts walking around like he fucking needs it again. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's jumping and balancing himself on fucking seesaws. <laughs> and smirking like he fucking does it just for fun. That scene was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, would, that movie, I wish that movie was in 1999 because we've never talked about that oh, movie. Oh, no. I would shit on that movie so bad. One of these days we'll have to do bad comic book movies so we can really get into it. Oh, uh, I don't really want to. Um, yeah, I know. You're like, nah, I'm not going to touch it. All right, last one, last one. Uh, oh, wait. You had two of them. What was the other one? It was, it was Double Jeopardy. Oh, Double Jeopardy. So... There was a time where, where that girl, she was a judge, Ashley right? Judd. Ashley yeah. Judd, where people were just, for whatever reason, just so smitten by her. And that movie came out. I was. And, I was. She's gorgeous. I just remember that movie came out, and everyone's like, oh, my God, it's a female fucking diehard or female, the, the fugitive or whatever it was. Yeah, and, it was basically that. And it was like, oh, okay, so the guy, like, he dies, but he, he pins it on her, but he didn't really die. He faked his death. But yet, right. yet he left evidence all over that would show that she did it. So, like, he went and got a new name, a new life, and took his kid and and, and the nanny because the nanny was in on it. Right. Um, and they moved away somewhere, and she fucking finds him and then kills him. And then you come to find out, oh, it's double jeopardy because you can't kill the same man well, twice. Well, she, fi- she finds that out in prison, that she realizes that he's alive, and somebody says to her in prison that, you know, they can't get you for the same crime which is true the problem is is that when you killed him in louisiana you committed a second crime right he's a different he's under a different name under you know well it's a different basically the only way that he could she could have gotten away with it is if she went back in time to that exact (laughs) moment and actually murdered him oh see now that why couldn't they do a movie like that? That would have been out of the fucking blue if, like, she goes and meets this, like, guy that's a scientist that could that, that could turn right. back time. And she's like, I need to do this. I need to go back 
and really kill him for real. <laughs> yeah. And spend 10 years in jail. Because um, the double jeopardy means they just can't convict you of the same identical crime. Exactly. Like, even if she found him in Louisiana, drove him all the way back, and then fucking killed him in the exact same spot in the exact same way, it's still a second crime because it happened, like, fucking, you know, a year later. Well, yeah, and he never died the first time. So by killing him, actually killing him this time, you actually committed the murder this time. Yeah, so she actually should have now went to jail. And with intent. You know, <laughs> right? Intent. It's first degree murder. You're, you're, you're. <laughs> you actually should have just fucking stayed in jail. Yeah. Because now, because now your son has no parents. Right. Now at you, least before he had the dead dad. Well, at least or you, the alive you got dad. out after ten years. Say, you know what? Fuck that guy. I'll, I'll just, I'll make another kid. I'll get married yeah. again. You, know. you actually made it worse. In real life, she made it worse. Because <laughs> now that guy, that her son is going through foster care. Right. Right, and they're like, "Well, you already did ten years, but you, you still got to do life." So, sorry, <laughs> they kind of forgot about. Like, could you imagine? I wonder. I, I'd like to go back to like the news clippings and, and see like how many people actually thought they were committing like double jeopardy because of the movie and actually got convicted. Because they're like, "That's not how the fucking law works, man." Yeah, that's not how it works. <laughs> Yeah, it's <laughs> that movie was really dumb, and and it wasn't movie, even like, like even though that that was a that was a stupid loophole or whatever that was. But beyond that, the movie just wasn't good. Like you expected, like because it had Tommy Lee Jones in it, you're thinking, oh shit, like they're really capitalizing on this fugitive thing. But he played a completely different character. Like yeah. I would understand, like if they made him into the same guy, which they ended up doing later, they made another movie. Um, with the U.S. It was called U.S. Marshals or something like that. Right. It had Robert Downey Jr. in it and and him and Tommy Lee Jones playing the same guy from The Fugitive. So if they would have actually made him the same guy from The Fugitive, it would have been a little bit better because he played, this, he played the same guy, but it wasn't him. It was like – Wasn't he the parole officer or something? Yeah, he was, the, he was – yeah, he wasn't even a police officer. I think he, he was, was the halfway the house guy, The probation guy or the whole – yeah, the yeah, halfway that's right. house guy. Yeah, I'm just like, holy shit, And then he's dude. trying to solve this mystery by himself. Yeah, exactly. And then he's just like, yeah, I'll cover for you. Like, murder this guy, and I'll, I'll make sure that you it's double jeopardy, and you don't get convicted. I'm like, you have no fucking juice. You, don't, you can't twist, do that. The biggest twist would have been at the end after she kills him, he arrests her. Yes. For like, he's he's like, like, I wanted that guy he's dead. Like, and he's I'm like, gonna... fooled you, <laughs> yeah. and then just fucking arrests her. <clears throat> he's like, me and the nanny fell in love, and I'm going to raise your kid now, and fuck you. And she's like, what? He's yeah. like, yeah, you should have read a law book, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of just wholeheartedly <clears throat> thinking you were just going to commit murder freely. Yeah, like the inmates you're working at in the you know in the laundry room told you this, and you believe, <laughs> you believe them? <laughs> like, like, where did they get their law degree, you idiot? Yeah, like, oh, let me perform open heart surgery on you right now because I watched ER. <laughs> I watched an episode of Law and Order, so I know. Yeah, uh, I know what to do. Uh, yeah, the person who t- the person who told her wasn't a law book. She didn't read it out of a fucking law book. Another inmate told her, and she just took it at face value. Yeah, then she's like, okay, I'm gonna do this. If um, she knew the law that well, she wouldn't be in fucking jail with you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she would have got out by now. Um, okay, last, last one, last one, and then we'll get out of here. Um, World is not enough. Like one, oh, one of the worst okay. Bond movies 
ever. Is that with Denise Richards? Yes. And Halle Berry? Yeah. And see, uh, no, Halle Berry was uh, Die Another Day. Um, but that wasn't much better, really. But World is Not Enough, I saw this trailer, and I remember getting so excited for that movie because they finally like had this villain that I got excited about. It was like this guy that that was shot in the head, and the bullet was slowly like going into his brain, and it... Um, it it rendered him um, painless. Like he couldn't feel pain anymore. And I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. So I'm like, oh, they could just beat the shit out of this guy and he won't feel it. You know, he'll just be like this really formidable villain. Well, then. He'll die, though. Well, then. <clears throat> well, no, because. Well, yeah, he could have. I mean, if they shot him. But I mean, like, like fighting wise or even if you shot him in the shoulder, he would just keep coming at you. He wouldn't feel it. So I thought that is genius, you know, because it showed like a hologram of the guy's head and it shows like Pierce Brosnan looking at the bullet and, and actually trying to grab it with his fingers, you know, in the hologram. I was like, oh, this looks cool. Then you come to find out you watch the movie and the guy, he had kidnapped this girl and he and they and she had Stockholm syndrome and she had like he had convinced her to like, you know, to work with them and like do this bad deed where they're going to destroy the earth or something. Um, and, and, uh, oh yeah, he was going to steal a nuclear sub and, and, sh- and launch a bunch of, you know, nukes and destroy everything. And then you also find out right at the beginning of the movie, you find out, this is kind of like a snake eye situation, you know, where you find out who the, who the killer is at the beginning of that movie. But right. in, in world is not enough. You find out right at the beginning that that bullet is going to eventually kill him because it's slowly moving through his brain. Like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. The shrapnel in Iron Man. So you're mm-hmm. immediately you're like, well, fuck, all I got to do is wait this guy out and he's going to die. So I don't really need to do much of anything. But, you know, the, but then they, you know, what's her name? Uh, Christmas Jones, I think they called her, was like, <clears throat> same thing as Double Jeopardy. Like, you really believe that inmate is like a lawyer? You cannot fucking believe that this woman, this Denise Richards chick, is like this biochemist, like this super scientist girl or whatever. Like you cannot believe it for and one we're not being second. Se- it's not you're not being we're not being sexist about no, it. No, not, not at we all. can't believe a woman Just her acting is yeah, her, basically, we don't believe that a, we, we believe a woman can be a biochemist and be yes, that, that just good looking. Not, not we just don't believe Richards. her acting. No, no, no. And one of the worst lines ever, you know, at the very end when she, you know, he goes, you know, Christmas comes twice a year or something like that. I was like, oh my god, because they're like, you know, they're screwing at the end. And uh, her first name was a was like a stripper name. Was Christmas? Her first name was Christmas. See, like that, that they could not try and make her more like a stripper. Yes, exactly. And even the clo- down to the clothing, you know, she wore like like. I mean, a that sounds like a shorts. strip joint that you go to. Like, oh, here, what was her last name? Christmas? What? <laughs> Jones. What was her last name? Christmas Jones, I think. Christmas Jones. I can't remember. Here's Christmas Jones, our biochemist, and she comes out in like, you know, like a, a lab coat sh- and a yeah, lab glasses. coat, glasses <clears throat> and shit like that. And there's back. a chalkboard in the back. Yeah. See, I'm picturing more of the stripper and than I am now, the biochemist. Coming to the stage, Christmas Jones. Formerly yeah. known as glitter. <laughs> yeah, but it was so glitter unbelievable. Smith. It was so unbelievable, you know, to for her, you know, for that character to be a, a biochemist, unfortunately. And then, like, then you had, uh, I think they introduced John Cleese at that point as uh, Q, mm. the new Q, right. or, you know. Um, not a, that's not a bad choice. It's not a bad choice, but the but the gadgets and things started to go downhill. I mean, I think in Die Another Day, he had a car that could, like, camouflage itself 
And that was like really fucking ridiculous. Oh, so we had the new Knight Rider from that <laughs> short-lived TV show. <laughs> Which they're trying to reboot again. Um, yeah. Yeah, but World is Not Enough is like one of the bad. Maybe the Vin bad Diesel will be Kit. <laughs> the voice of Kit. No, because then you got to hear the whole the, the whole show is his voice. Like I can oh, deal with I can right. deal with three words. I can't deal with uh, you know full dialogue and stuff. That's why they only keep him to Iron Giant. And I am Groot. Kit. Yeah, <laughs> I am Kit. Was it uh, was it Will Arnett that did the voice of Kit? I can't remember now. In the that original, short, that short-lived, yeah, no, no, oh, no, the short-lived the show short-lived was Val movie. Kilmer. Oh, it was Val Kilmer? Okay. Yeah. Which it wasn't. It was actually pretty good. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't great. The mo- the show was not great, but I still watched it. Yeah. The special effects were really awful. They they but brought the car was so fucking awesome. They brought like Bionic Woman back, and that was terrible because yeah. they, they immediately like made her like know everything within two episodes instead of like slow slow burn her learning shit. So like that was that was a yeah. I forgot show. about Bionic Woman. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, but. Uh, yeah, fuck World is Not Enough. It was a terrible Bond movie. I, I, <laughs> I love Pierce Brosnan too, but his last his last forays in the Bond were just terrible. Like first one, The Golden Eye, is still one of my favorites, even though it's kind of cheesy now. But I love that movie. But uh, I mean, that's my list, man. How about you, you I got- still had a couple, but you know, <clears throat> this is this is we're partied out. Of <laughs> yeah, we kind of went a little over uh, this time, but. Yeah, 1999, what a year, man. And uh, that was episode 99, man. One more to go. <laughs> One more to go. And, uh, and we can quit. And we can quit forever. Fuck is and- over. <laughs> Everyone's like, where'd you go? We're Game like, over, uh, man. <laughs> Why don't you put her in charge? <laughs> um, anyhow. Uh, yeah, well, that was episode 99 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Thick. Until episode 100, folks. Chew on that. Later. <laughs>